memory. Bartlett's theory on reconstructive memory in 1932. Memory and schemas. Bartlett proposes that memories aren't exact copies. Instead, they are like notes about what we experienced. When we recall memories, we retrieve notes and elaborate on them using general knowledge. He referred to the general knowledge as schemas. Schemas are pockets of information. How schemas are formed. Schemas are formed throughout our lives through experiences. We build them through personal experiences. Our schemas are unique and personal to us. How schemas affect memory. People recall things differently as they are influenced by their schemas. Schemas cause us to ignore or change details when we recall memories. Bartlett found that recall displayed various omissions and transformations. Omissions, when we leave out unfamiliar, irrelevant or unpleasant details. Schemas simplify information. Transformations is when we change details to make them more familiar and rational. Familiarization is when we change unfamiliar details to align our schemas. And rationalization is when we add on detail that may not have originally fitted with the schema. Strengths and weaknesses of Bartlett's theory of reconstructive memory. Strengths. It has real-life practical applications that help us understand why memory becomes distorted. They conducted experiments with folk stories and images. His methods could represent the real world because remembering stories is a realistic use of memory which makes it ecologically valid. The weaknesses are that he developed his theory by reading through and interpreting stories and pictures from participants. The interpretations could make the findings subjective. Bartlett's War of the Ghosts in 1932. The aim was to test nature of reconstructive memory using an unfamiliar story. The procedure was participants were asked to read War of the Ghosts twice and remember it. Bartlett used serial and repeated reproduction. Serial reproduction is when participants retell something to another participant to form a chain. Repeated reproduction is when participants are asked to recall something again and again. For serial, participants read the story and then retold the story 15 to 30 minutes later. For repeated, the same participants were asked to write out story after 15 minutes. The same participants were asked to recall story after several minutes, hours, days, months, and even years later. The results were that Bartlett used qualitative analysis to look for and interpret changes to the story. He found that repeated reproduction tended to follow a similar form. For both types of recall, participants tried to make sense of the story by giving it meaning. 
This resulted in additions or changes to the story. This is known as rationalization. For example, the original sentence said something along the lines, something black came out of his mouth, which ended up being changed to forming of the mouth or a man's dying breath. Participants tended to leave out unfamiliar and unpleasant parts. For example, canoe became boat and hunting became fishing. The strength of Bartlett's War of the Ghost was that he used stories as material to recall. It is more naturalistic as it tells everyday memory, makes it ecologically valid. Bartlett replicates the study using various stories and pictures and found the same results. He found the same results which makes it reliable. The weaknesses of Bartlett's War of the Ghosts. He allowed participants to read at their own pace, which makes it lack in good control. An experiment must have strict timings. The study is not as scientific as it could have been. Results of the study were gathered using qualitative analysis. This is regarded as unscientific as the results can be subjective from Bartlett and interpretations. The conclusions were that Butler interpreted the results as evidence for active and reconstructive nature memory. Participants didn't recall the story fully or accurately. Instead, they omitted, which means left out, details that didn't fit with their schemas and some details were changes by influence of their schemas. Reductionism and Holism for Memory Atkinson and Schifrin in 1968 Multi-store model of memory is seen as reductionist. It describes our memory in a series of component memory stores with specific functions. Also, the experiments were quite reductionist. They isolate variable without considering other factors. Butler is mainly holistic. He used qualitative analysis and spent time finding out the character and backgrounds of his participants. Information input. The brain is like a computer. Information is put into our brains and information is input from the environment through our five senses, which are sight, smell, taste, touch, and hearing. The output is like a computer. The brain produces an output. For humans, output is a behavior that is produced. For memory, the output is the stored info we retrieve. Short slash long-term memory. The duration of short-term is around 20 seconds. Long-term can last a few minutes to a lifetime. The capacity of the short-term is around 7 bits of information and long-term capacity is potentially limitless. Encoding for short-term is acoustically. Long-term is mainly sentimental but can be acoustic and visual also. Forgetting through short-term is through this 
displacement and decay. Uh, forgetting through long term is decay, interference and retrieval failure. Short term is sensory input which first enters the short term memory from sensory register. It is only temporary. Short term is encoded acoustically by repeating it ourselves. If we rehearse the information, it can be stored for longer and can be transferred to the long term memory. The long term enters from short term and can be remembered for up to a lifetime. Encoding largely is semantic, but it also can be acoustic and visually. Why we forget things short term. Displacement. Displacement is when new information pushes out old information. The information can just decay if we can't rehearse it. Long term is uh, through decay. Some just decay as memory traced isn't used. Interference is when old information is overwritten by new information. And retrieval failure is when information is forgotten as the link has been lost. Most common form of forgetting in long-term memory. Encoding information. The brain processes the information we receive from our senses. Encoding turns the sensory input into an electrochemical memory that can be stored in the brain. There are three ways of encoding information for our memory. Acoustic encoding, which is sound information. Visual encoding, which is through images. And semantic encoding, which is holding the meaning of the information. Amnesia. Anterograde amnesia. This is the inability to store any new long-term memories following a brain injury. It is typical for patients to regain long-term memories prior to the incident. Retrograde amnesia. This is where the person suffers from brain injuries and can't remember info before the injury. It is typically a certain time or event they can't remember. It is possible for patients to regain some of the lost memory. Atkinson and Schifrin's multi-slow model of memory in 1968. Atkinson and Schifrin developed a multi-slow model of memory by gathering conclusions from experiments of other researchers. The three different stores, sensory register, short-term and long-term. Sensory register and the role of attention. Sensory register is the store that receives all the sensory information. If we pay attention, information is transferred to the short-term memory. If we don't pay attention, information will quickly decay. We have separate sensory registers. For example, iconic, which is for visual information. Echoic is for sound information. Gustatory is for taste information, olfactory is for smell information, and tactile is for touch information.